know, Hemingway stilled the demons with booze, and I still it with the Gut Check Podcast. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 gosh, that is spectacular. And now, live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Clark and Zach Farmers. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast, Zach. We are recording, wait for it, outside. <laughs> this time. This time. And uh, it's good to be back, good to be back in the outdoor studio, and uh, we have, as always, a full and exciting show on tap. Um... Starting with, and I, I couldn't be more excited about this particular thing, um, we're going to be reviewing kind of an old school energy drink, if you will, really before they were even called energy drinks, Zach. This is the one that I cut my teeth on, and by mm-hmm. cut my teeth, I mean rotted my teeth on. Yes, right. When I was about uh, 12 years old, yep. I began a process or a, uh, a a pattern of going riding my bike to the 7-Eleven on Woodside three times a week. Buying a comic book for seventy-five cents <laughs> and a twenty-ounce Jolt Cola for a dollar nine plus ten cent deposit. Baby, those are good memories. We sound like old men, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like and gas was—I don't know—because I was twelve. But yeah, yeah. What comic book would you buy? I always bought the Amazing Spider-Man and the Punisher. Okay, those are the ones. Nice, nice. I love it. Well, uh, we have in our in our hands Jolt Cola, and you had to go to some links to get this, did you not? Yeah, Talk I got about it, that. got it on Amazon. Uh, Jolt Cola, uh, Wet Planet Beverages, who makes Jolt Cola, actually went into bankruptcy about five years ago. Hard to believe. I don't know how uh, somebody else got, I guess they bought the recipe at auction or something. <laughs> okay. So, but I've had a few of these. They're just as good. They okay. taste about the same. You can tell it's high fructose corn syrup instead of cane sugar. Really? But oh well. Yeah, yeah. In fact, okay. on the ingredients, it says... Uh, Sugar, sugar and, and or, or fruit. High so, so they give themselves the option. You know, they got the out. And and Ted, I mean, I can tell, I can tell you with some real authority that this is the same stuff because I actually compared it to some old um, bottles of Jolt that I have in my basement. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember seeing this in my basement, but this is a picture of my Jolt bottle collection. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Including, I'm going to put this on our, our page so people can see it. But the one way in the back that's still got liquid in it. Okay. That's that's Jolt from 1990. That's oh, the we support our troops. Operation Desert. It's vintage Storm. Jolt. It is. Yeah, I bought wow. it on eBay. I love it. I love it, man. I love it. So this is the stuff, man, and it's it's delicious. And and maybe after we we talk about uh, how we like it, I can I can give you a little more of a window into how much this beverage has meant to me. Yeah, over I'd, the years, I'd like you to share your heart about that. I feel like you have some things on your heart that you'd like to open get off up my about. Heart. Yeah, yeah, get off your oh, heart. It's good to get that off my heart. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, one thing that I would like to get off my heart is my appreciation for the aesthetic of this label. I, I just think it works so nicely. The black label. Just very simply, the word jolt with a lightning bolt going through it. Nice. Um, and, of course, you have the dark kind of uh, the, the dark color of the cola. It just works really well. Um, and it says caffeine X2, caffeine times 2, 2, two of what? We don't know. Two Mountain Dews, man. Really? No joke. Is that right? And, yeah, I see this. There's a, there's a little graph that they've included on the, on the label, and it's labeled caffeine oomph. Yeah, and it has a picture of two guys like heads, very scientific on a on a bar graph, and one guy has his his mouth open like he's just having like the top of his head blown off by the caffeine in here. And that Enjoy. guy was on the original poster, which I also have mm-hmm. in my home from okay. from 1989. Uh, I don't know if it's the original because they started making it in '85. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, I love how this whole thing is just it's just a, a, a it's temple clean, to something it's straightforward. From the past. Yeah, it's a temple to something in the past. 
there's no sort of contrived copy on here about how if you're a you know an extreme athlete or world you know, traveler world traveler it's going to help you study or how it's going yeah yeah it's going to increase your noggin right right uh, oh that was the worst th- here's the copy okay caffeine times 2 okay. on the top yep. and then on the bottom do you see that yeah with natural caffeine right <laughs> i love it I feel good about knowing that the caffeine that I'm putting into my body right now via the jolt is natural. Well, I'm paleo, so I, yeah. I wouldn't drink this it. This works. If it this is on your diet, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we should probably also mention before we pop these puppies open mm-hmm. that we are also partaking of uh, a couple of fine cigars. Yeah, the uh, the cigar that I'm smoking is uh, is named after my son. It's called a Tristan. And uh, not only do I love um, the fact that it's called Tristan, uh, it's also a great cigar. I thought you were going to say, not only do I love my son. But I, I love also, this cigar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm smoking a uh, Julius Caesar. Okay. It's a diamond crown. These are Dominicans. Appropriate And names. what I think is awesome is uh, on this, the second band, this is one of those okay. awesome two-band ones. The yeah. second band, it says Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. Mm. The, I got these because my father-in-law made uh, some kind of a, I don't know, several cigar families work together in doing this big mm-hmm. charitable thing every Christmas. Okay. Uh, and he, he made a couple donations and he got a couple uh, of kind of packets of, of cigar samplers that he gave to okay. me and my brother-in-law, and they have all been spectacular. Oh, that's that's fantastic. And you feel a little bit better smoking that, Zach, knowing that you're doing your part. You know Although, what I mean? I don't know, it kind of bristles against the, the real ethos of cigar smoking. Uh, How so? Well, you're not supposed to help the little guy when you're smoking a cigar. You're supposed to just like keep exactly. them under your boot heel, You're supposed right? to be an executive. Yeah, you're supposed or, to like, or like Lord Grantham or something. Step all over people on your way to the top, <laughs> which we have done as a company. Oh, yeah. You know... That's you, a core value here. If Mark Driscoll thinks there's a lot of bodies behind his bus. Oh, boy. Yeah. The stories we could tell. And ours is that. a Hummer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, without further ado, let's pop these... Uh, let's pop the top on these jolts. That is the sound... Of Jolt being opened here in the studio. You know, Ted, the smell for mm-hmm. me—it's basically like you know when you when you go back home or you go back mm-hmm. to your grade school or something, and you smell a smell, you're just like, oh, yeah. this is for me. I mean, when, when this I is was home for you. when I was 17 years old, I, I picked up my wife Erin on our first date. Yeah, and I had a kid named James in the back mm-hmm. because it wasn't really a date. I was taking her to play practice. You were just hanging out. Yeah, there it is. It yeah, well, we yeah. Were, I was courting her. Yes, that's and, right. And James had to. And your sit. dad was in the back, and and her parents. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was just James who later okay. turned out to be very gay. Mm. Uh, and 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 I felt well. That's good. He was no threat to you. Right. Your well, I felt silly because I got mad when I was in college and he wanted to take her to prom. Dude, I had one of those things happen too. Really? Yeah. Like like <laughs> what are the odds? A gay dude that liked my wife. Who was also in theater. Nice. And, and I hated him for a little while until I found out. And then and I was then like, you're oh, like, oh, yeah, you're, no you're pretty cool. Yeah, and we can hang around and, and yeah, no no worries. Yeah. But but when I when he was in the back, he had to have his feet like pulled up to his, his knees up to his chest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't put his feet down because the whole back seat mm. from the floorboards up to the, the level of the seat was full of empty jolt bottles. Is that right? No Zach? joke. Unbelievable. Now, what kind of uh, what kind of long term damage do you think this has done to your body over the years? I know it has eaten away my stomach lining. Okay. So that if I eat anything that's more, uh, you know, kind of spicy than say a, a piece of spinach or. So, for example, you uh, were to eat like a half a box of tacos. <laughs> how, how would that? That would rip me right up, man. Okay. Especially yeah. if if I used a whole bunch of like a literal mountain of like hot sauce. Yeah. And yeah. many of them were fire flavored. Right. Right. All right. Let's uh, let's have a swig here. And uh, describe what we're tasting. Well, tell me what you're getting off the nose there, man. 
You know, to me, because I don't have the memories associated with this, it just uh-huh. it kind of smells like standard cola to me, which isn't a bad thing. So, Ted, in in uh, in, in uh, Hartford em- City, empty factory, Indiana. I was trying not to say yeah, empty no, factory. It's okay. Yeah, and I, I don't want to insult where you come from. I'm going back to Hartford City tonight, man. Yeah, well, yep. I wish it was for something better. I do too. Um, I do too. But uh, when you were in Hartford City, there wasn't yep. like a corner shop that that sold. Maybe there were Jolt all kinds Cola? of corner corner shops, but I, I I just don't think I bought Jolt back in the day. Okay, so you were more like the Gatorade and yeah, like, Gatorade. Okay. Like I'm on my uh, way to practice, kind of guy. See, I was know? I would be going to the football game to just like shout my head off, where yeah. Jolt would help you with that. The Jolt would help you with that. They for wouldn't sure. have the staying power if you were yeah. playing. Yeah, right. All right. Well, let's have a let's have a drink. Okay. Mmm. Mm. Dude, that was the least embarrassing noise I could have made yeah. after taking a swig of that. Yeah, you groaned. Yeah. It was kind of a guttural kind of animal <laughs> sound. Yeah. yeah, and that was me controlling myself. <laughs> yeah. Good night. That taste, it tastes like you're sucking on copper tubing. That's what it did. <laughs> or, or like eating a battery. In fact, <laughs> in the mid-audience, yeah. they went to a can that was a big can. It looked like a battery. It looked like a ba- Positive and negative charge. Now, that's the greatest idea ever. Yeah. Why didn't that catch on? Well, it did, and buying all those... I, I know all this stuff because yeah. I love Jolt so much. Buying all those cans, yeah. they almost went out of business. Then they had to renege on a deal to buy more of them, and they got sued, and that's how they went mm. bankrupt. Really? So. so it was the cans? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad, because what a great idea. Yeah, and in this in this energy drink, you know, kind of saturated... Saturated environment think that, that they in. could just really thrive as the original... You would think, yeah. The original energy drink. Now, as the smoke oh, wafts dang. across the uh, the the transom here of the of the blue snowball, I wonder if it's compromising the integrity of, of <laughs> <laughs> the, the recording integrity. You know, speaking of smoke, yeah, I used to smoke cigars while drinking these mm-hmm. in, in high school and college as well. Yeah. But it was usually a uh, a Garcia Vega, a really cigar. bad cigar, then. Yeah, yeah. nice yeah. greenish, mm. pre-poked. Yep, <laughs> pre-poked. That you and I one time enjoyed together. <laughs> yes, courtesy where, where, where of uh, Old Man Fortino. Fortino's here in uh, here in Grand Ledge. Yeah, and baby, you don't have to live here anymore. No, that's right. <laughs> so we can say whatever we want. I, but I like Old Man Fortino. Absolutely. What's not to he, like? He helped me out of a real dark time. Yeah. Not really. He, no, he not sold really. us those cigars. He sold us the cigars. That's the extent of my the dark time being the one time where we had dinner, and, and we're like, and then, "There's nowhere yeah. to buy cigars in Grand Ledge." Exactly. And then exactly. I was rude to a waitress, or yeah, a, or a shopkeep. Yeah. All right, man. I want to talk a little bit about a little more because yeah. I know that the listeners haven't heard enough about my love affair with Jolt. Okay. I brought a couple things to show you. All right. <laughs> uh, in addition to the picture of that little kind of museum that I have in my in my what yeah. we call the fun room in yeah. my basement. Okay. Okay. Um, and one of them is this. Oh my goodness! And, 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 oh, why don't you dude. describe what I what I've just laid out here? <laughs> <laughs> now, what's funny about this? And uh, I'm going to do my best to describe it since Hans Bubby. <laughs> this is radio, not television. Yeah, I saw you taking this out of your your executive uh, attaché there. It's looking and even more beat up than last time. It by is, the way. and and I saw like the the necklace. Strand with the jolt, uh, the jolt bottle caps on it is what I'm looking at here. Those so are the best jolt bottle caps too. You can you can hear the caps kind of rattling <laughs> against the table, and then you moved your hand, <laughs> and I I saw at the bottom of the uh, of the necklace, like the part that would dangle like down in your chest hair, uh, across, across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So so we we've, we've got some kind of twin messages going on here. Here's the thing, man. 
I wore that. Okay, that was my next question. Did you ever wear this out in public? Almost every day for oh. a good year or so. Wow. Now, in, in, in order to... And you it, still had a girlfriend. This is oh, astonishing yeah. to me. In order to, to picture... Well, this, it was the 90s. It was yeah, the mid-90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a very... It was a different time. So. Yeah, yeah. But but you have to picture this with with me, with, with hair that kind of hooks in the middle like yeah, a, the a bu- mobster. the butt part and then the hook. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then also a Christian t-shirt. Of course. Yeah. Every day. Give me an example. Like uh, like Lord's Gym? No, I never had Lord's Gym. Yeah. I had uh, like uh, a black t-shirt that had like a picture of Jesus like scourged. And it says, before you turn your back on God, take a look at his. Oh, I see. Yeah. I had one that yeah. said, uh, if you're living like there is no hell, you'd better be right. Oh, so, I remember well, I was that. being winsome. Yeah, you were. Actually, I was the biggest jerk in the world in high school, and, yeah. I, and half of that was me feeling like being a jerk made me a good Christian, uh-huh. because then people would not like me. And Jesus <laughs> said, when people don't like you, blessed are you. Yeah, I, w- I really wish I could go back and kind of punch. It was some really kind of circular logic there. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure people are going to point out that maybe I haven't fully overgrown that. Dude, or, in, in a way. Outgrown it, but... In a way, you just predated the unlikableness of the Young Reformed movement by, yeah. like, 20 years, though. Well, I mean, that should have been Naturally, perfect. I would find my, yeah. my niche there. Yeah, yeah exactly. The niche exactly. of a niche. Niche of a niche so, of a niche. So tell me, you know, tell me, if you would, I don't want to belabor this, but... Oh, let's belabor it, man. Talk to me a little bit more about this necklace and, and what kind of reactions you would get from people. And also, sub-question, would the, would the edges of, of these caps kind of rub against your chest in an unpleasant way? Because they... They feel very sharp to me. No, they, they would be, you know, against the Christian T-shirt, which would okay. protect me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wore it. Uh, I remember one time a, a prof, or they would call them profs, teacher in yeah. high school, civics teacher said, well, what does that mean? That you worship Jolt? Okay. And I stood and I turned to face the whole class so that uh-huh. I could proclaim, yeah. no, I worship Jesus with the fervor of Jolt. Wow. Yeah. That's really articulate, man. Very winsome. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I and then I told. It's all shocking the, to me that not everyone liked you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I had I had a small group of, of loyal friends. That's right, and that's kind of how I liked it. Which is kind of how Gutcheck is now. Yeah, right. You know, that ethos has just pervaded our company. Oh, by the way, the, mm-hmm. lest we forget, mm-hmm. there is now a Gutcheck uh, Twitter account at Gutcheck Pod, and and Ted is 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 tweeting on it, and so am I. Mm-hmm. And we're getting some uh, some good interaction with some people. Some great traction. Some listeners. We're getting some interaction with uh, yep. uh, our boy Cliff Graham. Uh, and so, uh, you know, if you aren't following us, follow us. And if it's important that we follow you back, just tell us and we'll follow you back. We, Absolutely, we, have no, we will. We have no principles about that. We have no qualms that. about that. Oh, boy. I just pulled the other item out of the executive case. Okay, yeah, yeah. And this Boy, is, that's a nice case. Ted, this is for you to keep, all right? Because okay. I know you're moving in a couple, like a oh, couple months here. Baby, is this going to get sad? No, no. Okay. Th- what, okay. Basically, what I'm saying is, yeah. I know that anyone who's about to move wants more crap that they have to pack yes, up and move. Yes, absolutely. So, so here you go, man. Oh, couch. What you've got um, there is one of maybe only 40 copies that I still have in my attic. Dude, now this is a collector's item. Indeed, yeah. How many of these were pressed back in the day? A How many thousand? And by pressed, I mean just burned. No, the... no, that was this. This is long you got before. these pressed? Oh yeah! Wow, yeah, you did. This yeah. looks uh, professional. I don't think anybody had uh, CD burners back then. You guys, what I'm holding uh, again, radio, not television, is a CD uh, by the band Couch, and you did some interesting things. I, I think, from a punctuation standpoint, with the way that you wrote <laughs> the word couch, in that it's in parentheses. And true to uh, MLA formatting, the, uh, the the punctuation is inside... The period, yeah. Yeah, the period is inside the parentheses. So couch, period, uh, parentheses, 
uh, is the is the the, the the writing on the cover and then there's a, a photograph again keeping with our jolt theme of uh, all kinds of empty bottles of jolt kind of laid down on their sides and what I love about this you know just as a as a, a foretaste of things to come in your life um, there's the word mega on oh, one of the yeah. bottles of jolt the real old jolt model they said 25% more mega mega yeah yeah, yeah. kind of a, a foreshadowing of the book that you would be a part of by uh, by one Chaz Maria. It's it's near far prophecy is what it is. It really is. Now, do you mind if I? Are there liner There's notes? No liner notes. Okay. Nope. Yeah. My my, my buddy's um, his uh, dad owned a, a major car dealership company. Okay. Or he didn't own it, but he was he was yeah. part. He like ran one part of, of the, the things. Yeah. And so so he he just I think slipped that in with their printing for the week and okay. got it for free. Nice, dude. I love it. Now, if you would for the listeners, describe this music. So it's the mid-90s, you're in high school, you're in college, whatever. I don't think we um, should describe it. Why don't we pop it in, man? Oh, let's pop it in. I love it. The magic of live radio. The spontaneity. The energy. Oh, there goes the, there's the there CD. Go, there it goes. And, and while we wait for this to, to come up, mm-hmm. for whatever reason we're having to wait for it to come up, <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you that the reason we put the parentheses is to be like kind of the opposite of everyone who was like, our band rules. They were just like, eh. Yeah. Uh, eh. Couch. We're so we're so meh. Oh, hold on. There that is. You hear that? Oh, this yeah. isn't the one I want to play for you, though. Hold on. I want to play. I want to play. Uh, I'm going to put a couple of these on the Gut Check Army page. Okay. So and but, while we're waiting on this, I'm going to look up the. Uh, right. I'm going to get the randomizer going for the. There break. you go. No, not that. I play my saxophone in this song, though. Dude, you do not. Yeah, hold Shut on. up, dude. That's so '90s. Dude. Oh, mournful, seductive, yeah, I'm, sultry. I, I don't know any woman who would be able to withstand this. I don't either. This is that's pretty good tone. That's pretty good at yeah. this. All right, let me play the song I really wanted to play. Okay. Is this just an instrument? I'm gonna have to. Uh, here we go. I wrote this one. Okay. It's got some theological lyrics. Okay. Of course it does. So you can hear that it's kind of the uh, mid-90s Green Day one of the yeah, yeah, absolutely. kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know what to do or say to make you walk the narrow way. I won't nag and I won't yell. Huh? Yeah. Give me your first impressions of this. I, I just want to listen for a second if you don't mind. <laughs> Dude, it sounds very, it sounds very Green Day to me. Yeah, that yeah. was the goal. I that was the goal, yeah. And sounding very Green Day, it's not very hard. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this is a plea to uh, the sinner yeah, to Yeah, talk about that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Although, the, the theology in this song is undercut by the theology in another song on this on the same CD, Ted, in which we mm-hmm. say, if you won't commit to God, mm-hmm. then don't expect His grace. Okay. Which may be the worst theology it really may in the be. history but you were young. Life. How old were you when you wrote that? Uh, 16, I suppose. Okay. Alright, so that's that. We're not going to belabor it by listening to all Baby, let me ask you a question about this, about this band, this music project. What was, if you could describe for me the point at which, you know, maybe it was a note you got from somebody, maybe it was somebody's reaction, where you thought to yourself, this thing is going to be huge. Dude. We're going straight to the top. Sub-question, did you send that, that demo out to like Tooth & Nail? 
No, okay. no, they should have. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, they would have heard that that wailing sax solo and oh, been like, "Yeah, You're they would have." Absolutely. Uh, but but I did. We did get it on the radio. <laughs> you know how there's like everybody's got their local like piratey mm-hmm. like classic Rocky yeah, yeah. morning show local right. thing. We sent it to the one in Saginaw. Okay. Um, and they played some of the songs, but they they kind of made fun of them. They did a little bit. They, they liked. What did they, they say? They liked a couple of them, and then they played the one where, where that you just heard with the yeah. saxophone solo, and they were like, "Oh, quiet! I'm trying to listen to the horn." Har, <laughs> okay. Kind of thing. Trying to be clever. And then they, they made fun of the picture on the back, in which uh, really? he says it looks like we're in mom's basement, and we were literally of Ted, course you in were. mom's basement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then that's my buddy AJ, mm-hmm. who actually is making a movie that's coming out sometime soon called uh, Junior Crew. Okay. With with all sorts of like. Budget and special effects and everything. Wow. You should look him up. Fantastic, we'll do. All right. So it's just AJ. I'll, I'll look him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I got the spelling right. AJ. Well, a, a period, J period, and the oh, okay, parentheses yeah, yeah. around the whole thing. <laughs> and the periods are inside yeah, the parentheses, oh, of course. Of course. AJ yeah. Wedding is his name. Okay, man. great. AJ Junior Crew probably would have got you there. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let, you know, I'm not going to look any of that up, don't you? It's for the listeners. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. for the listeners. Ted, you're yeah. you're probably not even going to look up like this episode. So. No, baby, I listen to all these episodes, man. And you've been tweeting the minute pretty they well, come out. I got to admit, yeah, and, and, talk about that. Talk about how well I've been tweeting. I I was hoping to get you onto Twitter in some way before again the yeah. sad move. Yeah, where where you leave uh, because it will all be just a, another means of keeping us keeping together. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, and, yeah. and folks, let me be clear: nothing will change about this program. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of the Gut Check Radio program, nothing will change. Uh, we will still record every week. We will uh, we will figure out the technology. We'll somehow have the same drink. I hear what I hear is that the technology's out there for us to be in different cities and still be talking and recording. <laughs> I hear that's out there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call like who's ever running, um, you know, Apple, and just make sure we can we can make that happen for our show. And we're gonna see if we can still talk into the same blue snowball. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get a blue snowball that I'm going to leave like halfway in between here and Tennessee. I'm going to leave it in like Indianapolis. And uh, it, it, it's going to be so strong that it will pick up. You just asked your cigar right on my deck, you douche. And, and then I was like, why did I do that? I don't know why I did that. Exactly. I apologize. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, hey, why don't you pop out the uh, randomizer? Yeah, let's do this. I'm taking this back. This isn't yeah, the yeah, This no, necklace, boy. man. That's mine. I was going to say, that, CD, that, that would I'm be leaving something. that. I want you to listen to that all the way. To Jackson, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. You almost said Mississippi. I did because that's the more prominent Jackson. It is, yeah. Are you ready? And because anything below the Mason-Dixon line seems kind of like Mississippi to me, you know. No, I've got a, uh, I've got a request for the tweet today. Okay. Um, can you see if we can quickly get uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day into the studio to to kind of sing the tweet? Do you have a guitar? I don't. You know what? Why don't we put that off till next time? Oh. And I think he'll, I think he'll sing it with with a little, uh, with a little guitar too. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, and you know, I can do a Billy Joe Armstrong impression because that's I how I heard always it. sang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smoke your stogie, dude. Yeah. So, so that you know what I mean by that, mm-hmm. listeners, I have an odd kind of uh, foible, wherein I will occasionally randomly boss people around. Um, okay. 
And, and that's what Ted and I are joking about when we say smoke your stogie. Because one time we were together and, and Ted wasn't smoking his cigar. And I literally was like, hey, smoke, smoke your cigar. And <laughs> yeah. then I realized that I was being randomly bossy. Right. And then, and then I made it into a joke. As though Ted needs to be told how, to, how and when to smoke his cigar. Fine. But you know what? It's okay. Find the tweet. Okay. I mean, launch the randomizer. Okay, here's the tweet. Obama joins Twitter. Racism quickly follows. And there's a link to an article from the Washington Post. Mm. Baby, what do you think of Obama? I thought Obama joined Twitter like way before he was elected to the the presidency. I thought I yeah. remembered like he used it as a major vehicle for a basic way to like, you know, kind of reach the scrounge for some more votes. Yeah. Or reach the masses. Is that a very yeah. old uh, tweet? No, it's new. It's it's uh I thought Obama had like As 60 like zillion followers already years and years ago. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. I, I don't know. All right. Whatever. I mean, maybe he just uses this account for like, I don't know, pictures and, and sort of <laughs> like personal stuff. You right. know what I mean? Right. right. And, and and to fuel the racism of, of other people, I guess. Exactly. Right? Did, did you ask me what I think of Obama? <laughs> well, I asked you what I thought. <laughs> What I, what you thought of Obama being on Twitter? Oh, okay. I yeah. was going to say this is this is turning to a whole different kind of show all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Let's get into the issues. Let's yeah, roll yeah. up our sleeves. Issues in focus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, who, who probably uh, would would be really good on that kind of a, a podcast? Who? The uh, the main character, the female lead from uh, Ulterior Motives. Ooh, yeah. She would be good because she's a political columnist for uh, the New York Times. Right, working out of like working Terry out Silver's of like house. Sacramento. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Silver's house. Exactly. This this is crazy. Uh, I, we may have to work on the randomizer a little bit, but I feel like it returned multiple tweets today hmm. uh, from the Rachel Held Evans. It knows Twitter best. Feed. It knows best. The randomizer knows best. Exactly. Um, now what we have here, it seems like it returned a lot of tweets in which. Uh, Rachel Held Evans was retweeting uh, praise for her own book. Huh. All right, so I'm going to read one of these and then I'll pass the phone over to you. I mean, there are there are many, okay, many, many. So uh, it, it looks like m- much of the morning was spent retweeting <laughs> praise for her own book. Not that I haven't done that myself. Okay, here we go with her book. On a train, laughing and crying, reading hashtag Searching for Sunday by at Rachel Held Evans. Fellow passengers have never tried to avoid eye contact more. That's kind of funny. That's nice. But yeah. wait, no, we can't react. No, 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 no. That's yeah, we can't say game. that's nice or that's kind of funny. Zach, let's read. Uh, let's read something else, baby. We we launched a few new things on the uh, on the old Gut Check Army page, gutcheckpress.com/army last mm. week. One of them being uh, Ted's. Uh, a, a portion of Ted's book, "To Hell with the Devil," ill-fated book. Yeah, a book which which was killed uh, by the publisher. Contracted, uh, the advance given. Ted spent a whole year mm. ostensibly listening only to Christian music, right, Ted? Well, ostensibly that was being the, the keyword. Yeah, that was the project. And then wrote the whole book, and and then they were like, "This isn't." And, and you talked a bit a bit about this on the Happy Rant last yeah. week. Uh, they wanted kind of the skeptic to fan arc, right? Right. And you gave them the like. Uh, skeptic to skeptic to bigger skeptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and well, but you know what? To be fair though, that was that was uh, that was kind of my own stuff going on, if you will. And and Ted, uh, I will. Yeah. And, and at the beginning, I we, we were just thumbing through this, and at the beginning, there's a chapter called uh, <laughs> "Erections of the Heart." <laughs> yeah, which I can see why Moody Press might yeah. have hard had some hard to believe they didn't uh, hard to believe they what, didn't jump all. What over is that, that a reference to? So, Actually, that's a 
that that's something that I read, I think, in a David Foster Wallace essay about Elvis. You know what? No, it wasn't David Foster Wallace. It was uh, it was Lester Bangs, and Lester Bangs was writing about. Uh, he's a famous rock journalist, Rolling Stone, Cream Magazine, and and he described going to his first Elvis show in Detroit, actually at uh, at Cobo Hall, I think, uh-huh. back in the day, and um, and he. Somebody asked him what he thought of it, and, and he said that he got an erection of the heart. You okay. know, being that he's a straight man, but yet being being that close to Elvis. And, and the music just kind of had music that just huge kinda, effect yeah, on Yeah, it had that huge effect and a huge personality, which I thought was just great. I thought it was an apt description of, like, the, the rock show. And, and you plug that into the idea that, that that shouldn't be the response to Christian music, and it is, or, or what? Well, the, just the, that's the response to, like, rock stars in general. Like, if somebody's good at being a rock star, that's the response that they elicit. Okay. And, and yet how, how that... That whole thing is kind of at odds with the whole idea of idolatry and and kind of how we're supposed to feel about about people as as believers. Right. Yeah. Well. Okay. That yeah. that, that sounds legitimate, and I think that uh, everyone needs to read this stuff. So it's good that we're getting it out there. Baby, I am going to be honest and transparent right now, and that I'm not sure I want everyone to read it, just because really? I, I feel a little sheepish about it. I feel like you know it was a, it was maybe a little bit too cynical. So okay, what about so, this part that, that we have queued up here? You re- willing to read that part? I'm going to read that part. Uh, I'm going to read that part because it's going to it's going to kind of nicely intro uh, a segment that we're going to do here at the end of the show where we watch and comment on another video because that was something that people loved. And and speaking of Cliff Graham, we're going to get together with him at some point over the magic of Skype and figure mm-hmm. out how to to comment together. We're going to figure out that technology wherein. Somebody else can be somewhere else and, and yet still commenting on our show. Yeah, that's wild. It's crazy, dude. All right, let's... Here we go. This is from the book, To Hell with the Devil. What, what's the subtitle? It was money. It was like my year of tuning in. Tuning in, dropping out, letting the devil have all the good music. Oh, that's great. So just to intro this uh, this segment a little bit, this is about uh, Zach's Basement, right? Because a lot Ask of our... Zach's Basement. A lot of our viewing and listening to of, of Christian media has happened there over the years. And uh, I'm just going to start reading, okay? This viewing experience in curator slash pastor Zach Bartle's basement museum of Christian ephemera (laughs) represents my first foray since junior high back into the sub-subculture of Christian music. (laughs) It's a sub-subculture that promises if the slogans on Lansing area Christian music radio station Smile FM are to be believed to make me feel better. (laughs) I want to feel better. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) The best or funniest such piece of Bartle's gallery is a two-part narrative by Carmen called Riot. (laughs) It's a riot. (laughs) In all of Carmen's videos, he is usually A, ogled by women and girls of various ages, usually young, (laughs) B, winning lots of fights, or C, a knight with the ability to turn certain objects into swords, which he then uses to win the aforementioned fights. (laughs) Preferably all three. In Riot Part 2, he plays a city cop named Rizzo. Insert jerky boy's joke here. (laughs) Frank Rizzo. Frank Rizzo. Get right where I said... (laughs) Who moves to a small town, which he must then rid of gang activity, quote-unquote. These movies are great because they are interspersed with randomly inserted Carmen music videos that have nothing at all to do with the narrative itself. Did we watch those on DVD, Ted? We, uh, no, we watched them, baby, on VHS. <laughs> Riot Part 2 included a Christmassy video, a sort of big band swing video, and then one where he, Carmen, raps while wearing a puffy purple jacket. <laughs> 
Without giving too much away, the movie ends with an unbelievable fight scene in which Carmen takes down a gangster with huge muscles and tattoos. That guy is bigger than anyone I've ever seen he's huge. in real life. Yeah, he's yeah, jacked. Yeah, but Carmen just drops the guy. Yeah. And and because he drops him, then all the bad guys have to enroll in Guts Ministries. Yeah, that's right, Guts Ministries. Yeah. Which is kind of like Gut Check. Oh! I feel like it could be a subsidiary. Our, our, corporate, guts, yeah. our corporate empire could buy Guts Ministries. <laughs> For pennies on the dollar. For pennies on guess, the dollar. Yeah. So should I keep reading? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Key to the greatness of these old CCM culture evangelical films is that they take tried and true Hollywood and music industry formulas, like small towns dealing with gang violence, or good guy beating the odds, and do them much, much worse <laughs> <laughs> with amateur actors and tinier budgets. And in such a way as that it makes look it makes makes it look like Christianity is all about winning games. Or in Carmen's case, winning fights. Winning fights that then, even though you beat someone up, it, it's for their own good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More to, because the way to people's heart is to first beat them up. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that an old saying? Like, a, a way, the way to a man's heart is through a contusion? Or... Yeah, yeah, right. Through leaving him, you know, in a bloodied heap <laughs> in front of a doorway in the city. <laughs> Where there's steam. Where there's steam. And angels and demons clashing. <laughs> More troubling is the cash cow nature of these projects. The fact that lots of people parted with good money to make slash buy this stuff in such a way as to make the gospel look like it was more about moving product than, well, the gospel. Hence my ongoing struggle with Christian music and culture. All right. Uh, Now, let me ask you, since you talked about uh, maybe that being from a more cynical time in your life. Yeah. Is your position on that still more or less the same or? Uh, That's a great question. I, I think it's probably. Are we still rolling? I hope so. Yes. I think it's probably fundamentally the same, but with a less cynical, less judgmental, just less kind of jerk ethos behind it. Okay. I.e., you know, I, I would hope that I'm in a place now where I can still think critically about things, but but yet just be way less of a jerk about it. That's what I'm going for. Now, would you do me a favor? Sure. And, and uh, kind of put that forward motion on hold yeah, okay. a minute yeah. while we watch this video. Oh, baby, what do we got? What are we looking at today? Are, are we doing... Um, well, here, here's the thing. We were going to do a Carmen video. That's okay. why you read yeah. the Carmen section. Yeah. And, and we, were, we have Spoiler many alert. options. Okay. We, we've got either Witch's Invitation. <laughs> uh, you got Satan Bite the Dust. Okay. You got the Big Band Swing stuff. You got the yeah. Wine Dancing with Margaret Becker Country Western oh, stuff. Oh, my goodness. I or remember that one. you got the Spark and Steam Filled Warehouse with oh. the Puffy Jacket. I almost feel like we have I kind of like Spark and Steam. Yeah. Give me, me some Spark and Steam. All right. Let's load the sucker up. Cool. All right. So what we're going to watch here is called Who's in the House? Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me, um, as we've established as kind of the, the format here, I'm going to read you the, the URL. Okay, yeah. The video is capital Z, lowercase x, capital C, <laughs> minus, capital O, lowercase T, lowercase L, 6, lowercase F, capital H, capital M. And mm. it, of course, will be linked beneath uh, this episode on the Gut Check Podcast website. And uh, it's loading slowly. Okay. And let me just mention that this particular song, there is a... <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, no. oh, that's priceless. Um, how old do you think Carmen is? There. Uh, way too old to be doing this. <laughs> As we've discussed before, I don't know if we've discussed this on the air, Carmen is actually an ageless Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> I think that he will never die. So it, it's... He could be he could be forty in this 16, shot. 000, he could be sixteen thousand. Yeah. yeah, we just don't know. There's you know? A, there's a great video out there of a, a girl who's just had her wisdom teeth out. Okay, and she's singing this song. Oh no! And it's hilarious. Oh. 
and uh, and it's it's actually better than this. No, I'm sure it is. All right, yeah, here musically. We go. So so load this up, everybody. And uh, when you hear the went went it, then you want to hit play. What went it. And then not that one though. The yeah. actual went went it. And then and then you'll be seeing what we are seeing. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two. <laughs> oh! 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 Why is there a full drum set for this kind of music? Yeah, exactly. There's that bass line. Yeah. Doo doo. So random people dancing. Carmen in a very puffy purple jacket. Oh, and they're all choreographed. Oh, they're all choreographed. Again. Yeah. Am I the only one who thinks everyone seems embarrassed to be in yeah. this video? Okay, so here's some lyrics. Oh, there was a leapfrog, Zach. <laughs> Someone just leapfrogged over Carmen's back. Well, that's what they do on the street. Yeah, exactly. They're always, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a gang area. Yeah, I have. There's the, a lot of leapfrogging. The way you know you're in kind of a rough area is yeah. you'll see guys Yeah, you'll see that all over the place. Yeah. So the, the question here is who is in the house? And yeah. the answer consistently is JC. Mm. What What does this mean, Ted? I don't know, but I, I see a huge wall of TV screens. Which is another thing that you see yeah. in in the in urban environments and also in the nineties. It's a very early nineties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ethos there, yeah. Um, yeah, and we got some graffiti, but it's all like too neat and planned to look like a real graffiti. It's like youth group walls <laughs> graffiti. Dude, and, how sheepish do you think the the black guy in this video felt? <laughs> the black. Guy. Yeah. I don't know. I hope I hope he was. Oh, look at but this is this is the problem with it. Okay. We've got like a Kenny Loggins lookalike guy. Yeah. And then like the rap looking guy, and then like like. All this stuff, but then you also have uh, everyone's doo-wopping. Yeah, I mean he he can't ever just choose a genre. Now I feel like I'm about to have a seizure because the camera angles and the and the lights, everything's changing so quickly. Maybe that was intentional. Like you can't you can't see any one thing long enough to be sad about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, being raised on on MTV in yeah. the, in the 80s and 90s, you ought to be used to that, Ted. I I you know it's been a while and. Uh, Zach, what do you think the the attitude or the vibe was in between takes on this set? I think everyone just kind of looked at their feet and didn't say anything. Yeah. And then, or the person who needs to refill all the smoke machines did that like really angrily. I wonder if I wonder if Carmen watched the uh, the dailies of this. Oh, oh, oh. oh what happened? What happened? Like I missed a, it. It's like a heel click spin in midair. Oh. You know, for a big guy, for a big Italian guy, he dances really well. He actually does. Yeah. He has great moves. Can I tell you a little secret? Sure. I had this taped off the radio, okay. and I unironically listened to it a thousand times. <laughs> Did you really? I know all the words. Yeah. How old were you at that time? Well, this is probably 90s. I 12, maybe. 12, okay. 12. Old enough to know better. Yeah, old enough to know better, exactly. You know, so if you can't hear, Ted, um, because uh, the speakers are a little tinny, they are indeed kicking it for Christ. Now, when you when you would tape this off the radio and, and listen to it in the... In the privacy of your own home, did you imagine yourself kind of in these scenarios? Did you imagine yourself kind of dancing around in an urban environment? I'm going to go ahead and plead the fifth on that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there are certain things that as radio co-hosts, we even we don't share with each other. You know what I mean? I, I want to point out that consistently, the answer to this question remains the same. Yeah. To who who is in the house? You know, JC. I'm going to state the obvious here. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they're not in a house. They should have shot the whole thing in a house because it's all about a house. You know what I mean? You know, maybe they didn't want to rip off "Come and Go with Me" to my father's yeah. house. Oh, that was way too short. That was way too do short, one more? man. I think we should do another one. Okay, I really do. Um, and 
And I want to point out, too, that I, I had a CD. I used to work at a Christian radio station at this mm-hmm. time. Uh, and I took home a Carmen CD that they put on, like, the table of stuff we don't want. Fantastic. And you know what Freebie. it was called? What? Well, the lyrics were, Quienest en la casa. Ooh. Hey, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, it was it yeah. was Carmen rapping in Spanish. Oh, dude, I love it. That's how he that's how he does. You dude, know, there's not one culture on this planet that Carmen has not rapped to. You know, <laughs> or or like kind of twangly uh, yeah. country music sang to, or yeah, yeah. Actually, what, what's the what's the organization that translates the Bible into all the different languages? Wycliffe. Wycliffe. Wycliffe is actually working on getting Carmen to rap <laughs> in every language. It's a it's a sub sub project. But uh, but that's in the works. Now, Ted, do you remember when I made you watch the movie Carmen the Champion where he was a boxer? I do remember that. I remember being made to watch that. I, I think that we should watch that again uh-huh. and comment on it for okay. for the listeners uh, at some point. Because I know people like to hear for our the listeners takes on edification. films yeah. to know whether or not they should watch it. And mm. I was given a copy of that book, a paperback copy, which I think I re-gifted to you, actually. Yeah, yeah. Have we told this story in the air? I don't think, I don't think we, we can tell the whole story. I don't story. think you want to tell that story. No, no, no. But I was in. A, I was at a book signing in Ohio, and um, and the 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 lady working the uh, the desk, the counter, asked me if I wanted uh, a paperback copy of Carmen's book, novelized version of the Champion. And I of course said yes, um, knowing the whole time that I would be giving it to you. And there's a whole. Uh, Another, if you will, story that goes with that that I can't I can't share on the air. What are we going to watch here, Ted? How about the country one? All right, Margaret Becker. A little country line to dancing with uh, with with Margaret, Marge, Marge, good old Marge, <laughs> good old yeah. Marge Becker. Here it is. Oh, yes. oh no, but that one's in Spanish. Let's do it. All right, all right, <laughs> let's do this. All right, so. Uh, if you want the uh, the URL, here, here here's the video. It's capital N. I don't even know. I feel like an old man differentiating the the case. Yeah. And I'm 99% sure it doesn't matter, but No, I like I like I think when you it do might. It. I think yeah. it might. So, yeah. capital N, lowercase n, lowercase x, capital Q, 3, lowercase j, u, y, capital W, lowercase c, Dude. 8. And there is a picture, uh, there's a little banner ad next to this. <laughs> Jesus Christ is Lord. And then there's a picture of kind of a, a gross but supposedly hot woman in a bikini. <laughs> uh, Christian and single? What the world? Crazy. Oh, God. The, the internet depresses me. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is called Me Sostendras. <laughs> I do it again dude, with the, with <laughs> yeah, the with accent the, and everything. Baby, I took two years of high school Spanish. So did so I. So that's, yeah, that's I why. I done that. Me Sostendras. <laughs> Okay. What, what, please, one more time. I was I was thinking about something else. Me, sostendras. <laughs> it gets more and more sexy each time yeah. I say it sexily. I don't want you to say yeah. it again because it would be it would actually be yeah. too sexy yeah. for yeah. radio. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Uh, Family three, show. Two. Right, we got a little, uh, a little twangy, a little steel guitar. Note that is the same guy who was doo wopping in the hardcore hip hop song earlier. Oh, and a guy riding a bull. Boy, you know, Zach, when I think of country music, Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, and Carmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, those are the those are the three faces on the uh, on the. Look at the fringe on that coat. The length. Oh of my the fringe. goodness. Dude, look at Margaret Becker. Kind of coquettish. Now, are they in? A, are Dude, they in? About this era is when I was trying really hard not to look at Margaret Becker. Honestly, <laughs> being coquettish. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Oh my oh. gosh, is this really them singing or is it overdubbed by so others? Sostrindas. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sostrindas. 
Dude, I like the interspersed cuts of bull riding. I wonder, because this is in Spanish, I can't tell if if the actual song is about bull riding, it's like Christian a, bull riding. It's about holding on. Okay, oh, holding so on. Sort of yeah, I see. Now, I want to point out that there's like a, a full like brass section playing mm. like, uh, like I want to say like E Street Band knockoff, <laughs> like like yeah. horn music in the background. Because that fits with the, the the country motif. Yeah, for sure, yeah. He, he's basically a, a multi-medium artist yeah and, and and all the media he uses are just the different genres of music that's right Zach do you do you think setting wise now I, I can't really tell because of the glare are they in kind of a like a country roadhouse I think that, yeah yeah when were you are they in the same place where Patrick Swayze filmed the movie Roadhouse actually I think this is during the filming of Roadhouse <laughs> yeah this is during a yeah, break if you look in the background you can see Patrick Swayze look yeah. there's some line dancing yeah yeah I don't know about you, Ted, but nothing really makes me angrier than even the very idea of line dancing. Nothing makes me feel ashamed to be a white person more than the fact <laughs> that there is line dancing. Line dancing is horrible PR for white people. It really is, yeah, yeah. Nothing has hurt white people more than line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Which in and of itself says something, but... Yeah. Oh, man, no, people are getting knocked off the bull. They're I being see. bucked off. This is the sort of mournful interlude where, where yeah, people do fall off the bulls, Zach. Yeah, and... That's the dark underbelly to bull riding. You think bull riding's all fun and games? But you know who never falls off the bull? Carmen. Carmen. Yeah, exactly. Carmen is the bull. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? If you if you are going to ride a bull, I recommend a healthy dose of bull strength beforehand. <laughs> Just so you can kind of connect with the, the spirit of the animal. There's some outtakes in this video with Carmen being the bull. and uh... <laughs> Wait a minute, I can't say that. Well, we can't edit anything out because then yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the video would be off. This is the interlude where the guy's talking sexily in Spanish. Blah, about, blah, yeah, about blah, 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 blah. Oh! Sostrendas. So here's the thing. There are people who would, like, buy an album, and I, I don't mm-hmm. think I was ever, I don't think I ever bought a Cal- Carmen album. Okay. Uh, but there were, there were some diehard fans in the There 80s. were people who did. Yeah. There were a lot of people who did. Sure. And they would put it in their, their tape deck, their yeah. CD player, and it would just be... Each song would be a completely different sort of music. Yeah. And like... There'd be a rap song, a country song, a rock song. A ballad. Yeah. He'd have the one where he kind of just like angrily shouted. Jack of all trades, this guy. Yeah. Is there anybody else you can think of who does that? You know... Right off the top, I can't. I can't think of anybody in... we're in in multiple languages. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's why I say I think world domination is really kind of what Carmen's after. There, there's not like a U2 album where it's like they do yeah, a rap yeah. and then they... Hey, yeah, U2 raps, you know. <laughs> Coldplay oh, did raps. You see, did you see that? That's... No, what just happened? I see some great Hold chaps on, I gotta, there. I gotta go up there. The guy with the chaps had like a, a moment there. Hold on. Oh, up next, Hillsong Chapel. I'm going to have to... So strand us. Don't play that. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Oh, he's like fake firing Finger guns. guns and then and then he does like a pelvic thrust of some kind. Wow. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And... Whew. Oh, oh! Now, now, Ted, I want to ask you: when you get to Jackson, that's Tennessee, good bull riding. How much of that kind of thing do you expect to see? Well, I'm going to see a lot of it because I'm going to be doing it <laughs> in front of the mirror. Yes, I'm going to be I'm going to be bull riding. And by it, you mean wearing chaps? I'm going to purchase and, and chaps. Guns. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Folks, on that note, uh, on that sad note, thinking of me and chaps and firing <laughs> finger guns, uh, we're going to sign off for the week. Thanks for listening to the Gut Check Podcast. Go to uh, at Gut Check Pod on Twitter and follow us post haste. 
sign up for the Gut Check Army to get more uh, goodness from uh, To Hell with the Devil. And we will see you next time. Gut 